All right. Martel's a fucking weirdo. We all know that. I mean, I wouldn't let him, you know, watch my kids. <laughs> That's how much of a weirdo he is. I'm not that kind of weirdo. You got oh, me okay. fucked up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got me fucked up. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, man. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about some right now. People, for the we're Super looking. Uh, yeah, we're looking at bets. Looking at prop bets, and some of these look a little silly. Can some you tell them what we're looking at? So the first window I opened on my William Hill account. I went to uh, championship AFC player prop. So AFC, basically, that means any Chiefs player, right? Right. And immediately, the first one to pop out at me, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, receiving yards, total receiving yards. And that's per game. Over or under 17 and a half. That is insanely low. But why do you think that is? I, really... I, think, that's, I think it's that low because he didn't play uh, the last few games. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he was hurt. The last game they went with, uh, was it Daryl Williams? And oh, yeah, like, Damian Williams. Then, no, Daryl Williams. It was Daryl Williams? Yeah, I think D- Damian Williams isn't playing this year. It was Daryl Williams and Le'Veon Bell. Right. But Edwards Hilaire is going to come back. Like, he's healthy now. I like the over 17 and a half yards. He can get that. I mean, well, he can get that on one play. I was about to say, he can get that easily. He can get that on one play. Like, are they just teasing us with this? Be- with this? I don't know, man. But all right, so I'm, I'm liking. And that's rushing um, overall. No, no, that, that's reception yards. Reception yards. So, like, you know. That's a one sc- screen like a, like a screen pass, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that a lot. All right, so what else do I like? I like, uh, what's this say? Travis Kelsey, first reception. Over under 11 and a half yards. First reception of the game. I would say under. Mm, I would say under. Yards, right? Now, that one I don't think is a slam dunk. Like no, hell no. But uh, but yeah, I would. But say I just say it's it's closer to a slam dunk than it mm-hmm. isn't because that's good. That's their fucking guy. You know, we just we were just talking about before this how Devin White's going to be on his ass. Right. Uh, what do we like here? Uh, Tyreek Hill receptions over under seven. You see, that's a tough number because mm-hmm. he, he, he can, it's, it's not asking yards, it's asking receptions. Yeah, and I don't think he's, I don't know, dude. I don't think he's going to get that many. Seven? He, I mean, he, he had a bunch the last game. Sammy Watkins receptions over under two and a half. So if he gets three receptions, you win. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah. I kind of like that one. Now, that one's not paying that, that great, but... I still kind of like it. Are those like little flip? Like, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill and McCall Hartman gets those like little shovel like flip? Oh, yes. Flip. That, that those are passes? That, yeah. Like like on the uh, end arounds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or on the um, jet sweeps, you mean? Jet sweeps. Yeah. So, yeah. Anytime the quarterback uh, lets the ball go in a forward motion and it's not a handoff. That's, that's a pass. That's technically a completion. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be so many of those. Okay. Let's see what we got here. What else do we like? I'm just excited to see these two teams, how their game plan is going to look. Oh, here. Tyreek Hill, longest reception. Over, under, 29 yards. Over. I like it over, too. I mean, yeah. oh, the guy could just bust it Yeah, loose. bro. Because, and I'm going to say over, like, that might be a slam dunk just because you have to make that play if you oh, are yeah. Patrick Mahomes and if you are Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and if you're... Andy Reid calling plays. Now, like if now you're if you're behind in the game and you have the fastest person in the league, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Now, so something that um, 
the Chiefs have that the Packers didn't have last week is just speed. Raw speed. Just speed, man. Yeah. They have Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman. Those guys haul ass. Travis Kelsey's a fast dude, too. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a weapon like Travis Kelsey or like Tyreek Hill. I mean, Devontae Adams is nasty, but he's a more all-around receiver than just like pure raw speed. Mm -hmm. Just dangerous, Mm -hmm. dangerous threats. Let's see. uh, Yards first completion. Patrick Mahomes over under 10 and a half. Mm, That's kind of tough. Let's see here. Nicole Hardman rush attempts. Over under half. So if they rush him one time, you win. What? I, I kind of like that. I like that. I kind of like that, yeah. You know, that's, that's, I like that. that's, that's like gar- a jet sweep. That's guaranteed to happen. But it's a jet sweep that can't be like the touch pass forward. Yeah, that counts be, as a pass. It could be reverse. <gasps> exactly. Oh, shit. They're definitely going to do that. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, total solo plus assisted tackles. Tyron Matthew. Four and a half? Oh, what? I'm taking the over on that. Easy. Hmm. Tyra Matthew, man, dude, he plays big. Yeah, he does. He's going to be all around the field. He's going to be jacked up for Super Bowl. Ooh. I'm excited, dude. Will Chris Jones record a sack? Yes or no? Mm, that one's a little tough. You don't think so? All right, so he's like... um. He's kind of like a nose tackle, right? Mm-hmm. He's like right in the middle of the D-line. He's not like an edge rusher. So he could bring that pressure, but sometimes he just doesn't get home on the sack. Like he'll bring the pressure and he'll get double teamed, and then someone else can get home on that sack. So, And that's their most important thing as far as Tom Brady's concerned. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Chris Jones usually rushes right up the middle. Um, I mean, I, I'd take it. I mean, it's called gambling, so fuck it. <laughs> right. Will Travis, Kelsey, well, will Travis Kelsey score a touchdown? Yes or no? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes, but yes also uh, pays. What is it? Minus one eighty. So I mean, the payout's not that great. Yeah, no, it's just teasing you, right? Let's see here. What else do we like? Oh, receiving yards. Tyreek Hill over under ninety eight and a half. Like, do you think he's gonna have a big game or no? Nah? That's essentially what it is. Yeah, I think he is. Touchdown passes. Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half. Okay. All right. So let's think about that. So you don't think like with all those weapons, he only has two and then the rest are just like run plays or so it's either a a, a short scoring game Mm -hmm. or they just kill it with running plays. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what Andy Reid's going to do, but I mean, I, I would I'd bet on Patrick Mahomes having at least three touchdowns. Right. You can't even call it. Yeah, you can't call that one, but I mean, I, I would I would take the over on that one. Let's see here. Will Frank Clark record a sack? Yes or no? Oh, yes, play, yeah. plays plus 135. Uh, Chiefs touchdown in first quarter. Yes, no. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Have the Chiefs been kind of starting hot? I don't know. See, Super Bowl is always tough because both both teams have had two weeks to prepare for the other team. Mm-hmm. So so they might not even come out as like, aggressive. Like who, whose preparation was, was better? So I guess, I guess we'll see. But the thing is... I'm staying away from that one. I don't know. But the thing is to score, period. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it also depends on who gets the ball first. 
Like, let's say Chiefs get the ball first, right? They march downfield. They get stopped. They punt. Then Tampa Bay comes back with like a long-ass drive. They end up kicking a field goal. Let's say Chiefs get the ball back. Towards the end of the first quarter, they're driving, they're driving, they're driving. They're in the red zone. Quarter ends, so you lose the bet. And that shit happens all the time. True. And then the second quarter is like a score fest. They'll score like three, four touchdowns in that quarter. Like both teams, I'm, I'm saying. Hmm. Let's see. KC players score two or more touchdowns. So you're, you're betting on one Kansas City player to score twice. Oh, come on. Does I, that I count? feel like that's like receiving touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. Okay, I was about to say that count. I don't, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's passing. Okay. Will Tyron Matthew have an interception? Ooh. You see, this one is a long shot, but it pays three to one. <laughs> so if he get, he does get a pick, you know that that those are the prop bets that I like. Those ones that it's like, man, if you if you hit that one, you're you're making money. Oh, you see the way Tom's just been tossing it up though. Yeah, fucking, he got picked by Alexander. Yeah, he, uh, I feel like Tom Brady in this postseason has has thrown a lot of those uh little floating passes, just because of pressure. Yeah, pressure. He got picked by the same guy twice last week or oh, uh, yeah. in that game. Let's see. Ooh, receptions. Travis Kelsey. Over, under, eight and a half. Under. Under eight. And, so you think he'll have less than less than nine receptions? Because Travis Kelsey, I mean, he always get, he, he's always open, man. He always gets yeah. a little dump offs. Like he, he always has more receptions than Tyreek Hill. But maybe I, not feel, I just feel like the top guys are just going to be so full of coverage. Oh, I mean, just like double team? Well, they can't double team everyone, though. That's the thing. Like, they got to pick their poison. It's like, who are no, they going to take No, but away? like, Travis Kelsey gets a lot of his work in the red zone. So, yeah, in the red zone, gets, he, he is the guy. He gets a lot of his work in like third, like third down. Mm-hmm. Like third down, they're always looking for him. Hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Okay, all right. That's enough for uh, for KC. Let's take a look at the NFC. Where is that one? Championship NFC. Here it is. All right. Let's see if we could find something that we like. Total tackles. Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, I don't know about that one. It's three and a half. Ronald Jones, rush attempts. Over, under, eight and a half. See, I don't know about that one either, just because who are they going to feed? Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette? Mm-hmm. Receptions. Leonard Fournette. Over, under, three and a half. Leonard Fournette has dropped a lot of passes. Yeah. He kind of cleaned it up uh, the last couple of weeks. But you never know, man. You could get, you could get nervous and drop some passes. I feel like that's the story of this fucking game. You never know, dude. Yeah, well, you, you, yeah. I mean, some of these are, are a little bit easier to uh, to forecast than others. Let's see here. Ooh, all right. Solo plus assisted tackles. Devin White. Over under nine and a half. I'm taking the over on that one. I think this guy's going to be all over the field. Yeah. Now they're going to use a range. I, I, I hope he's not, but I think he's going to be. You know, he he. This kid's a stud, man. Devin White. Show that range, baby. Receiving yards. Antonio Brown over under forty two and a half. Antonio Brown's never played this before. Right. So you, I mean, he he might be trying to ball out. What could happen there? He might be trying to ball out, dude. They might have some things planned for him. Longest completion, Tom Brady. Over under 40 and a half. What does that pay? It, pay, it pays, you know, negative um, 110, like the usual. 
Rob Gronkowski, longest reception, over under 16 and a half. Hmm. I can see him going over that. He doesn't get that many passes. So that's a thing. Yeah, he he's gets a little yak, though. Ooh, I like, I like this one. Will Mike Evans score a touchdown? Yes, plus 120. That's, that's money right there. I like Better that not one. drop Number it. Number one receiver? Like, come on, he's got to score it. I like that. I like that one a lot. Let's see. Will Tyler Johnson. Who the fuck is Tyler Johnson again? <laughs> I don't know. Will Tyler Johnson score a touchdown? Oh, is Tyler Johnson that, that rookie that made that uh that insane catch against uh New Orleans? Yeah, I think he was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, number eighteen. Yeah, number eighteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stay away from that one. Longest reception: Chris Godwin, over under twenty three and a half. I can see that. Will Tom? Over. Oh, Tom Brady touchdown pass in fourth quarter. I like that one. They always score in the fourth quarter. Yes, it pays a negative 125. So, mm. no, that's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take that one. Will Devin White record a sack? Yes. Yes. I think, I mean, I, th- I think he'll get home. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope he doesn't, but, <laughs> but I think he will. Right. Get a fucking knock on wood, Let's see here. Receiving yards, Scotty Miller. Over under 22 and a half. Oh, how many, how many catches did Scotty Miller get in the last game? Because I know he had that one super long one that the Packers. Honestly, that was probably one of the worst defensive plays I've ever seen that in was my bad, life, dude. I can't believe they let up a touchdown at the end of the half. That, that was, was bad. He just let him run right by him. That was just pathetic. It's like he just didn't know his his speed or something. Like I said, man, absolutely pathetic. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Believe me. Cause I will run right past your ass if you if, if you are not. Well, I'm gonna I'll jam you up at the five. Nah, not happening. Jam you, I will jam you so hard. I'm too good <laughs> off the line. <laughs> Scotty Miller had two receptions for 36 yards. Wait, was he not the guy that caught that long one? Who's Scotty Miller? Yeah, he, uh, he, was, he was. Yeah, he caught the one that won the game. Huh. Well, he only finished with 36 yards, so. Yeah, that that, that was a long one. So I, I don't. I would say under that Scotty Miller. Hmm. That dude. That dude called out Tyreek Hill. Man, he he thinks he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Can you believe that? Right. Come on. I mean, you only punch up, so I feel him. Whoa! What was that? That was my uh, notification sound. That's your notification sound. Yeah, it's. I don't know if you caught that, but it's a uh, it's predator. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sounds like some type of animal. It's predator. Felt like I was in Africa on a safari or something. Shit. Oh, this lady's texting me. Sound like I'm about to get eaten. Okay. Guy's gonna die. Oh, speaking of that, bro, have you seen? So Caitlin was telling me about this show, Surviving Death. Oh, is that when people um, survive death? <laughs> 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 She was talking about there. So there's like a few different episodes, and mm-hmm. they're all about different things. Like some has things on like a medium, you know, talking to dead people, or whatever. But another one was the resurrection, I think it was called. But this lady, her her kid, her son, was basically 
talking about experiences that he never had and basically claimed that he was a, nif- a different person sometimes. Oh, like, like, like in a different life? Yeah. So he was talking about his name. Was His name is James. You know, he was saying he's the third James. And they looked up, uh, you know, the things that he was talking about. And he said he was in the in the military and everything like that. And he was in the military with this other guy that he knew. And so they did the research and looked up the guy. And he, he said he, died, uh, he was in a plane crash, right? Oh, what? Yeah. So they looked it up and they narrowed it down to the one James that was on, that was, you know, in the Navy or whatever, in the mm-hmm. Air Force that had a plane crash. And, and he, that guy who died was James Jr., and this kid, this little kid, said he was the third James. What do you mean, the third James? The third James of this like lifetime, like oh, you know what I'm saying? Wait, so his name has been James for like his entire life, like his entire like multiple lives? Yeah. Oh, that's what he was saying. Like I'm the third James. Like the guy who's who died before me is uh, was named James. Mm. And this is a young kid who do- who has obviously hasn't had these experiences right. yet. So they looked into it, and weirdly enough, it was true. It was true. It was true. So it just brought up that like idea of um, life after death. <laughs> it's all right. We're uh, our, our viewership isn't that high. So oh, it's not, man. You, you told me there were millions and millions, millions and millions of people listening. Ooh, check, check this bet out. Team to punt first in the game. Chiefs, Buccaneers. That just depends on who gets the ball first. Right. You just got to get real lucky. Team to request first coach challenge. Who's a more... Who, who would... Well, I don't know. Dude. It's a, I can't call that either. Chiefs, <laughs> the way to call Chiefs that. pays even money. Buccaneers pays 120 Oh, man. I got to take a call. Can you pause this thing? Hey, man, can we talk about something? Yes. Can we talk about, like, inspirational quotes and why white people love that shit? You know what? This is a great time, too, because we have a white person with us right now. And uh, we need to figure this out. I, I just don't get it. It's like, okay, yes, you read the quote, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to have a great day today. I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> that's that's, like the, that's, it's like the saddest shit I've ever heard, man. But you know what? That's what some people need. Uh, because it's all about perspective. Well, I'm just saying, it's like you need like a couple words from like some stranger to like, you know, motivate you through the day. Yeah, because sometimes when you hear it from someone who's not a stranger, mm-hmm. you're like, why are you telling me this? Like, you just take it with all this other side shit. But when you hear it from just random person, you don't get anything but that statement. And you're like, you know what? That was just raw. I like that. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Oh, you mean like in person, sort of? In person or like one of these quotes. Like when it flows, like when it flows organically. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, I see, I see. But no, so, no, I, I just can't stand it when uh, people are just posting these inspirational quotes like on a daily basis, man. Like it's, it's like, everything. Well, it, it, it's like uh, they, they need them in order to, to be a success. And I feel like that's kind of sad. Mm. Maybe, maybe not sad, but it's kind of, I don't know. You're wondering why, why they aren't like, going Why do they go through so much deeper. effort into like to finding these quotes? It's like put that effort into just, you know, 
motivating yourself. Maybe finding these quotes is kind of like the, the way to do it. I was just going to say yeah. that. I think it is motivating them because some people just do that shit because it helps them. Like they mm. find the quote and post it. Maybe not for somebody else, but so for their own signaling. Mm. So that they can say like when they when they go home and they go back to the mirror at the at the end of the night, they're just like, you know what? All those thoughts you had earlier today, they're right in tune with who I want you to be. Mm. Okay. So good job. It's Whereas Mm-hmm. Yeah, manifesting. There you go. Part mm. of Yeah. Whereas, like, if they're just walking throughout the day and they just see nothing but negative shit, or they're posting negative shit and they're hanging out with people who are saying negative things all day, it's like. So they kind of use it as like therapy. Yes. Like they, they need to be uplifted. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think the reason why you're having this like idea about it is because it's a new way of therapy. Yeah, we've never like, had it before. That kind of therapy, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing about social media, man. It's for whoever. It's for whoever. That's right. Whatever people need to feel good, I think I feel like they should be able to use. A fucking man. Yeah, but if what it's gonna annoy me, then it's like you know, fuck him. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, you, inspirational ass motherfucker today. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, fuck you. Get out of here with all that annoying positive <laughs> shit. Don't be coming out here with all, all smiling, right? fucking Get out of here with happy. That. Come on. <laughs> Get out of here with that happy ass shit. It's like all this inspirational talk is making my penis soft. <laughs> okay, I can't deal with it. <laughs> no, uh, definitely though, like, like the, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the Geico commercial where the dude was trying to teach people to not be their parents oh yes and he was like we don't need a sign on the wall to live laugh and love okay oh man like, <laughs> I, I hate those signs i hate those signs bro that's so true though because sometimes you're just like oh yeah like when you walk in their house and you're like oh this is what they're about living laughing and loving <laughs> what, what do you what do you call that's those beautiful. um was it like like an afghan drape you ever what? seen that no. No, wait, it's like an Afghan rug. No, what are those drapes that they put with like all the like hippie ass colors on there? Afghan drape sounds like some Isn't sexual slang. Drape? I don't know. I gave her the old Afghan drape. <laughs> uh, like, how did it work? She didn't like it. Didn't she smell didn't good. Like it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the Afghan drape. You know what? One of the homies in high school told me one time, he was explaining what Arabian goggles were. I don't Arabian know if this is a weird goggles? thing, a real thing, but. You guys never heard of that? I've heard of Arabian oh. Nights. Oh yeah, me too. I like I love Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. Yeah. Arabian Nights. Well, what, what, Call it what that, you want. Oh, Arabian goggles. So Arabian goggles is when you put your balls over a chick's eyes. <laughs> huh. Like stretch them out. I mean, you don't have to stretch them out if your balls are that big. But Huh. I guess you would have to stretch it out why, if you had, Why but, why Arabian though? I don't know. Why is it called Arabian Goggles? I've never heard that one. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that weird? I mean, yeah. I don't see how it's pleasurable for either party. Just like uh, just like uh, the Sneaky Castro. Oh. Well, do you want a regular Sneaky or, or extra, extra Sneaky? sneaky. <laughs> extra Sneaky, please. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll go extra whenever I'm in the Castro, Castro world, huh? <laughs> no. You're right, because... I think I just want to come up with some come up with some shit now and just give it names. Well, I mean, first you come up with it and then you have to post it on Urban Dictionary for everyone to catch on. 
Right. Whose job is that? Just to come up with shit. Just come up with shit. Just come up with weird shit and right, then give right, it a name. The there's no, there's no like return on that investment. It's just like you just spend all your time to come up with this, and then a bunch of cocksuckers are just gonna be doing some random shit that they read on Urban Dictionary. No, it's just like the quotes. It's just like blogging and shit like that. Like you're not gonna get paid from that right away, but you come up with you have a whole a whole a whole catalog of fucking <laughs> a whole catalog, man. a whole catalog of your copywriting skills. Mm. It's like, hey, this guy comes up with a whole lot of sexual slang. Hmm. We need to give him a job. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, that's how it works. That kind of talent. That's not how it works. Okay. So, all right, so what, what else we got as far as uh, topics go? Oh, um, so we were talking about surviving death, but. Oh, yes, yeah, surviving death. That was intense. Oh, are you talking about the Netflix show or just surviving yeah, death? Yeah, Caitlin was telling me about that. So you've seen it too. Did you see the one with the kid and he was talking about how he was like the third James of his lifetime? Like, um, so he was the third James because there was a guy in the Air Force who had died years ago in World War II or something like that, who was named James Jr. So he was obviously the second James. And this young kid is just talking about it. And his mom's like, what are you talking about? And he's explaining it in detail of who he knew. And how it happened. So he's like um, reincarnated? Reincarnated. Yeah. So, and what better evidence do you need, though? Because, like, right. this kid has no experience. And tons of people's kids have had things like that. Really? Where they just, like, talk about past lives or whatever. And I feel like, like that's something you can't argue with. Mm-mm. Not when they're that little. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> how does he know about fucking James Jr. dying in a fucking plane crash? Or something like, man, that's so crazy. Oh, that. Yeah, that is insane, man. But uh, I know you've been, I know you've been hearing about this um, Robin Hood shit. Oh, or not Robin Hood, the, but um, the GameStop. Yeah, yeah, the Robin Hood thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do I think about it? Yeah. What do you think about it? Man, and I'll be completely honest. I don't live in that whole like financial world. Mm-hmm. Like I have a financial advisor who, who, you know, he basically handles that stuff for me just because Chase. I, yeah. Chase. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't have time to really sit there and kind of learn this, this entire world and kind of put the time and effort into really, really doing a good job at this. And I mean, you shouldn't, unless you're in exactly that, in, that world yeah, immediately. I mean, no, so, and this, some people, this I mean, shows this, this is, this is their hobby. You know, they do that. I need more, more power to them. That's. As far as like hobbies go, that's that's a great one. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have the time uh, to really, I guess, engulf myself in that world. So yeah, I mean, I have a Robinhood account. And that's like it's like small money that yeah, I, small that I stuff. Sit and like play around with. It's um, still like messing around with it though. Yeah, because it, well, all right. So the way I think about it is like all right, having a Robinhood account is the equivalent to just gambling, right? You're not making yeah. At least for me, you're not making like in a lot of like informed decisions based on the plethora of knowledge that you have. You're just kind of making them off like a whim or like a gut feeling. So it's like gambling. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like playing blackjack. It's like, are you gonna hit or are you gonna stand on that sixteen? Yeah, you know. It's but like what what uh, basically has happened though is that people are showing that it's just been manipulated. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Robin Hood is a a group of investors um, that kind of 
let it operate the way it does. And from what I've read online and the stuff that Robinhood has sent out, uh, yeah, they, they put a lot of restrictions on people wanting to buy those shorted stocks. Uh, AMC, GameStop, uh, what was it, like Nokia, BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did I buy some AMC stock recently? Of course. <laughs> but not because I expect to like really make money off of it. I just expect there to be like a class action lawsuit filed against Robinhood, and I want in on that. Mm. Yeah. So how is that going to pan out? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be you know reading because Robinhood's setting these regulations oh, yeah. that they shouldn't exactly. be. Exactly. Robinhood. Uh, I went to buy, uh, let's say, forty shares of AMC. It only let me buy twenty five, and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should allow you to buy more. Right. You know, as much as you want. If I if I called Chase, I could have been like, hey liquidate my account and buy all amc stock it would have been a terrible move on my part very stupid move mm-hmm. but i could have done it mm-hmm. but with robin hood you know they they claim to give power to the people and uh you know help the little guy out it's but that's called not robin hood yeah. yeah so yeah no it's, it's a bunch of bullshit on their end i don't think robin hood's gonna survive in the long run because of this whole scandal i think uh i think they're gonna get sued and they're gonna lose yeah so and, and I'm, I'm gonna get a piece of that and I don't know what's going to happen in that world, but, like, I was just going back and forth on it. Like, I wonder what will, how they will try to survive if they can hold on to anything. Like, oh, well, a, a lot of they're the being stuff paid on, to yeah, do this. A lot of the stuff on Reddit, though, there, a lot of people are just holding these stocks. Like, yeah, they, they took a shit today. But, I mean, if more people catch on and more people buy, then they'll, they'll probably rebound. I don't really know. Like I said, this is, like, a small money account for me that I really don't care what happens about right. it. But I, I did want to get in on that class action lawsuit, and I bet the only way to really get in on it is by proving that you wanted to buy the stocks at the certain time, and it didn't let you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I didn't know anything good. about doing that. Yeah, that's my play. Nice. So the whole thing is just crazy. It's just crazy just mm-hmm. to look at. It's it's just like like if Roger Goodell just you know was manipulating the way games play it out all the time and then somebody figured it out on a, like a smaller on a smaller level and was like you know what? we're going to manipulate some things we're going to talk to all these players and they're going to do these things during the game and then we're going to make money off of it i mean there's always someone making money off something or someone making money off someone else that's just the way it is that's yeah what capitalism is but it's I mean, just it's good. finding it out good, is always you just got to look at like know what you're doing, and that, that that's why you know I'll go back to it. That's why I don't have like a lot of say as to where my money. I like I I trust this guy that handles my stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like everyone sort of needs that. Like you can't just go into like Robinhood blindly and just like buy stuff that you think is going to do good. Sure, you might hit like a couple here and there, but overall you probably won't make the returns that you should be making. Right. You know, I I, I have one guy that I know. Um, uh, he's gonna remain nameless, but you know, he this dude got lucky with like the whole like Tesla boom, so he thinks he's like mm. a stock guru now. That's so you funny. know what I mean? It's like you hit one, and all of a sudden you're an expert. It's like, dude, nah, sit your ass down, back in that chair, and you know, go back to work. Go back to work. Like you, you, you got lucky with one. So mm-hmm. come on. Uh, yeah, that was the same thing with the Bitcoin stuff. Exactly. Like you took a you took a shot, bro, and you you hit yeah. it right on the money. Exactly. So. It's not going to happen every time, no, especially no, in a, not in a place time. where no way. everything's being manipulated like exactly. it is. Well, there's just like big money uh, and big money causes like shifts. Now, the money that we have that we're that we're playing with in that small money, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are people out there moving millions and those millions of shares or 
uh, coins, they make like a big difference. You know, a couple couple stacks here and there, mm-hmm. not really gonna make a change. Yeah, but if everyone with their you know couple stacks, with their couple stacks starts like moving it, then it starts moving, and and the proof is what's going on right now with the whole I would Wall say Street that's what they did, right? And, that, yeah. and I think it's gonna continue because what has this done? This has created awareness um into yeah. this platform so the little guys are going to start getting more involved mm-hmm. and it's beautiful man i think it's great yeah because they there's going to be more like organized groups doing this you know what, what what these old people don't want is the young people to start getting involved in politics start getting involved in uh finance that's what they don't want because we think a different way than them and i'm not even mm-hmm. that young anymore i'm 32 but you're talking about these no, kids. no but like we're young enough old. yeah but yeah. i'm talking about like 18 year old kids that just create an account mm-hmm. like they don't want that. Bro, it's at their fingertips. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, they really don't want that. And I just think it's a, I think it's a great thing. Because well, well, yeah. being, you know, being on the quote-unquote young side, like, we know what we're doing as far as, as far as being mature, making decisions now. So, like, I'm willing to let all this stuff get out of, the, get out of their hands and go into the hands of the young people. Oh, absolutely. Like, let me, let me work off the group that I know mm-hmm. more. Yeah, I don't know why um, a lot of these like politicians in power uh, are just so damn old. It's like the old people are making the decisions for generations that they're not even going to be a part of. Yeah, and it, and it's just weird, but I, I think that stems from just the way they think. It's mm-hmm. so simple, you know, because the when, sim- from, when you come from simpler times, the way you think is just simple. And when we're in a state that we're in now, where everything's evolving and uh, technology is evolving super quick, you know, knowledge is spreading super quick. Like it becomes chaos. And like some people like that, when you've been sitting in a simple life, you don't know how to maneuver in a chaotic world. You just have to have power in a chaotic world. And that's what they're trying to have. Having power in in chaos, you're still fine. You can still live your simple life, but like, like when it's chaotic, like you have to be able to be the type of thinkers that we are, most young people are, to to figure figure things out and have the energy for it. Uh, I I just think that um, the world has gotten a lot smaller with the uh, evolution of the smartphone. You know, you, you can essentially live your life not having a computer anymore and just having a phone. The phone mm. is your computer, and it gives you access to everything. Yep. You could uh, banking, uh, financial investments. Um, social media yeah uh, the news uh, everything's on your phone and because everyone has video camera uh, camera and because everyone has one of these things the world is a lot smaller now and and i think that's good yeah and it's it is good because it's connectivity mm-hmm. you know and people talk about that connectivity like like it's gonna hurt us that much but no and so talking about that, like, you know, people think about the future and they're like, oh, people are going to be able to communicate without, without speaking. And Oh, you mean like telepathy? Or yeah, it's like Neuralink and shit like that. Oh, like in Black Mirror? Yeah, Black oh, Mirror. That, and, that would be crazy. Uh, you ever watch that show? Uh, it's on Amazon. I think it's called um, The Feed. Yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. Oh, you guys should watch that. That show's crazy. And see that one and the Expanse. I like oh, future the shit. The I wanna... is cool. That's a good show for those of you that haven't watched it. It's a there's a bunch of seasons on there right now, so it's uh, time consuming, but it's good. 
Yeah, I gotta dive into that one. A couple, Probably about a couple of the seasons are, are like a little bit slow to start, but but they get good towards the end. Mm-hmm. I need to actually uh, finish watching this last one that's like coming out right now on Amazon Video. Bro, I think it's gonna be simplified, like more simple, uh, um, as far as like our communication. People are like, oh, they're gonna like once technology gets better, and you don't have to like speak that much. I think it's going to be just simple because what we're trying to convey to other people is is simple. But the way we do it right now is just so many different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? Not really. So, like, there's only a few things you could be wanting to say. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way we try to say it oh, these days mean, and convey it. feel. Yeah, messaging. So, oh, so you th- do you think there will be a way for us to feel each other's emotions? I think so. Just because like, there's so there's like so neuro- much like neurologically. Yes, because there's oh. there's so much data that we have on each person. Remember in RoboCop when he would just walk around and you know, like, I was never a fan of RoboCop just because I mean he's still a cop, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I never liked RoboCop. <laughs> I feel that too. It's just like, like damn, you always pull just, up and I'm like, man, fuck that guy, man, fuck cops. They I just like, made it cool. Yeah, no. But no, like I'm talking about the, the the technology he had where he just looked at people and he got like data on them. Like it's, it's oh. this version of you it see, and I, so I would, many different things. I would use uh, Terminator. See, I was a big fan of Terminator. Terminator is a shit. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So like he just looks at people and he and has his lens. Like scanning, yeah. Scanning like, oh, they're five foot whatever. They come from this like world. Power they're, level 5,000. Yeah. So like being able to do that for each person, you're not going to ask them about so many things because you feel like you already know it. You see, I don't know if I like that though. I don't like it either. It takes away from. Well, no, it's like an invasion. It makes of it simple. It's just like some dude walking by, you know, walking next to you on the street, like automatically knows who you are. That's awful. But that's what we're doing, dude, and that's the direction we've been going. Like all you've Man, been I doing is, is, is looking at people's data and seeing how much we can know about them before we actually communicate and. Therefore, have a better communication because we know a couple things instead of having the small talk, which feels like small talk now is like, dude, you don't know that? You didn't look at my profile? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, no, I didn't look at your profile. Exactly. Like, like I want to fucking talk about quotes. it. quotes. I don't want to read that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I want to fucking talk, bro. But now it's going to get simpler. Like, people are going to feel like they just know everything about you because they're scanning you up and down. Right, right, right. And the only thing that can happen within this interaction, because we're at the place that we're at, is like, oh, so you want this? Yes, I want that. You, How much you see, do you want? It's, um, it's funny you say that because uh, I have this uh, Facebook I use for my job, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll post on it. And then I, I, I always forget what I post. I mean, I post something. But then uh, my guests come into the hotel and they're like, oh, we saw the photos you posted on blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they automatically know. Kind of like what's going on, what I did. Exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's great for me because it creates like a um, sort of like inclusivity mm-hmm. uh, w- with them and me. So it's, it really works out for like nice like relationship building. But it's kind of weird. That's the whole thing about yeah. like say say if you had the job you had right now, mm-hmm. but you turned that job into a whole like social network that didn't even require like speaking. Which is, you know, your Instagram mm-hmm. or your Facebook or whatever. Right, right. That's how they're coming in and being like, oh, I already knew about this. You didn't even have to call right. them, each oh, person, one by one. you know one. what? That is 
Martel, you just gave me a phenomenal idea, sir. Yeah, bro. Like, you can have a following just by being yourself and talking about what you're doing. Yeah, you gave me a... Oh, man, you just gave me a great idea. And people are just running after you. Cool, cool, cool. I will... uh, All right, I need to write this down. There you do. Mental note. (laughs) Mental note. Mental note. I am a fucking genius. Yes. Martel, you gave me a great idea. Asterisk. What what else we got? got? No, I just wanted to talk about how... how, uh, pretty dope that knockout was on conor mcgregor oh man i knew i should have bet on that poyer guy did oh you were about to yeah i mean i, I didn't bet on mcgregor just because you know i'm not a big fan of that guy mm-hmm. but uh i took the over two and a half rounds i thought it was going to be like a longer fight but uh i didn't win the bet but yeah that, i mean that dude just punched him like just got him bro he was just just tagging him he was just throwing him bro. I, I, after the first round though uh, you thought i mean i thought mcgregor was clearly in control that first round yeah it's like especially when they first started and this guy was playing around throwing the shoulders like he did on cowboy yeah, exactly and then he threw him right back at him with perfect form and it was just, oh yeah oh, i was like bro cutter's nasty with the it's shoulders like, bro, look at those shoulders man they look like sharp and he bro you see the way he cocked back and just yeah aimed like straight oh, i was like yeah. bro this is well, nasty he, man, his shoulders look pointy like is he sharpening them or something i don't know but that should be a new dance Right? I'm about to go out hitting the fucking Connor shoulder. The Connor shoulder. Boom, boom, boom. Just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Bro, that, yeah, shit is, that shit looks like it hurt, too. It looks like it fucking like hurts. your shoulder right to your face. Ugh. Like, that's the Muay Thai of the upper body. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing shoulders. I mean, it's more than forearms, but still. That shit was crazy. He was just hanging in there, eating shots, and then... Bro, but he came back. Connecting... Yeah, bro, he came back and he finished him off. That, second was round. that was impressive. That was impressive. That shit was exciting, bro. See, I just don't think Conor McGregor is like, uh, I just don't think he's like hungry anymore, man. No, nah, he said it. Oh, he said it he too? He said it is like, I mean, you could just tell. Yeah. And people have been talking about it left and right. Like, it's like he, you know, when you make that much money, it's what, like, what, how when, much do you want it? It's like when you're not the champ, it's like you're hungry, you know? Like you're out there every day training hard, hard, but when you're the champ, and your pockets are full. There you go. You know? Pockets are full. Pockets are full. When your pockets are full, then you're like, hmm, what else can I do? Because getting hit in the head is just, it's not helping my pockets right. like it but, used but to. But then you have these guys with full pockets, but they're still like nonstop. And I'm talking about like guys like, like Tom Brady. Hmm. Like, yeah, like Tom Brady. That's a little different, though. Not well. I mean, he's not getting punched in the face every day, though. He's not getting punched in the face. He's very likable. I mean, I don't like him. Actually, no, I kind of like him. I would say you don't like him for the right reasons, though, right? Yeah. I, I used to hate Tom Brady for the same reason that just hated Kobe. It was just, just like, oh, well, I was man. never, I was never a Kobe guy. I mean, he played for the Lakers. I hate nah, the Lakers. I'm a fucking Warrior fan, I mean, bro. I hate the Lakers, dude. Bro, fuck I the Lakers. I can't believe like they're good but, again. Like, man, come on, they're good again. Of course they are. Hate like, why do people want to play for the Lakers anyway? Like, L.A. is L.A. so great? I don't know. Hey, it's wherever they, it's wherever they bring the heat, bro. Wherever they bring all the, the biggest players, that's where the hype is gonna be at. Yeah, being LeBron. AD, well, all these, you know, bro, all these extra weapons that they can put around them. That's what happens. But yeah, like I was never a Kobe fan, but I was a fan in the way that I was just ad- in admiration, just like, God damn, he's so fucking good. There's nothing I could do about this guy. And that's what he wanted out of everybody. Right. You know, he, Dang, wanted, he, he wanted, wanted the challenge. The hardest, 
He wanted his teammates to play as hard as he did. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, that's 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 how you want to be, bro. That's how you want to be. I mean, I don't think anybody who's gotten to the top has had people just like loving them and want the highest thing on their list was getting love from everyone. No. It's like I want to make some people mad because I'm so fucking good. Right? Exactly. That's the way you got to think. That killer mentality. You know, someone at work was just telling me they don't they don't see that kind of uh mentality in basketball anymore for the most part there's still like a couple guys out there but you know not like there was before yeah i agree just because the physicality and all yeah, that every, everyone's all friendly and chummy now <laughs> chummy yeah. i haven't heard that word this guy was talking shit about carl anthony towns mm-hmm. how he's just like over here posting like instagram models and you know he's heard he's supposed to be like rehabbing and he's just out there having his you know his best, living his best life. It's just out there living the dream. Mm-hmm. Professional basketball player. That dude. That dude's Sounds not about, about right. that. that. Dude's not about that championship life though. It's not about that grind. Like there's a couple guys. I think there's only two guys in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe three guys that I can see. No, yeah, definitely three guys that I could see. Uh, just really coming for it every time they play. Who? And that's Damian Lillard. Oh yeah, bro. Damian Lillard. Russell Westbrook. Yes. Just getting after it. Jimmy Butler. Okay, I got to see more of him, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Dude, Jimmy goes hard all the time. Practice, games, that dude does not stop. And other than those three guys, man, I can't really think of anyone else. It's the energy. Yeah, the killer instinct. The the energy, the killer instinct, the, yeah, just all that. Because. Who else? Who else? They all have have chips on their shoulders, bro. Yeah. I, I really can't think of anyone else, though. That's it. I mean, players like that. Yeah. You know, that's just ones. You, there are more players like that. You just can point them out. They stand at the top of that list because they're they're fucking so good. But no, they just have like the um, like like the dog in them. You know what the I mean? The dog. The dog. Yeah. yeah. That's the shit to watch. The hound. <laughs> the fucking hound. The hound yeah. dog. So uh, you smell blood? Exactly. There's blood in the water. Hell yeah! Fucking sharks, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, those three guys, I feel like they have that sort of, like, drive. But, you know, dudes like James Harden, like, nah. Yeah, nah. Carl Anthony Towns, nah. Seem too cool. Too chill. Yeah. And it's so funny because, <laughs> I don't know, I've been seeing some of this stuff about, like, what people are talking about uh, on the jump and ESPN and all that stuff. About, like... Not a big it, fan of that show. Like, I don't... I don't think he's taking it seriously, you know? I'll just put mm-hmm. that in quotes. That's basically what they're saying. And I'm thinking to myself at home, just like, uh, well, all the shit that's been happening in the in the nation, in the world, it makes you kind of like take other things seriously than your job. Oh, are you talking about Kyrie Irving? Um, yeah, <laughs> but man, not just Kyrie that, Irving not just that, sucks, no, no, not man. just that, not just that, but like in general, not even just NBA, not even just jobs that make so much money, mm-hmm. especially the jobs that don't make that much money, like. People have been caring more about other shit that matters more to them than their nine to five and going to make other people happy. You know, making oh, someone well, else's that, dream come true. So people have things that they what, um, want to happen in their man, life. I just feel like that's a product of uh, social media and the news just whipping everyone up into a frenzy. And they're, they're just making everyone like pick sides, you know? 
It's like everyone's got to like pick a side, and and that whole no. Just... I think that's probably that's the product of nature, bro. Like people just once you get a person by themselves, and they get to think about you know everything that involves just them and not social media and not anybody else, they start to. They pick sides because they pick that natural side of themselves, me. No, no, but, I, but I'm talking about the fact that um, all of this stuff is just coming at you from so many different avenues every single day. And yeah, it gets absolutely overwhelming. But, mm-hmm. bro, you're a professional basketball player, man. I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. You're a professional mm-hmm. basketball player. And you do like a no call no show, and you just, you're just not out there playing, and you're making oh, yeah, millions. But you're it's one of the best jobs. That's you dropping get a ball. Paid <laughs> to play a, a game. You know what I mean? Yes, dude, that's the best. And you're over here not showing up because what? Because the world the world is a tough place right now, and I just you know I needed time for myself. Like what kind of bitch ass shit is that? I think it's relative. Again, you only have like, you know, he only on. has his life to look at. He's not looking at our life and being like, oh shit, I can I can make less money doing that. I could have a different a different perspective right I mean, now he's looking but at his life and he's still like depressed about it like get the fuck out of here man like if you want to do something use your platform you know use your millions of dollars to to make a change don't just like no call no show and hmm. you know be a little vagina about it <laughs> <laughs> and i meant vagina in the most disrespectful way possible right right let's make that clear yeah yeah it's not a compliment it's not a compliment at all no. but even though vaginas are just, you know, no, no, they're, no, they're a great time, but yeah, no, Kyrie Irving sucks. Like I, yeah, that, I do not like that guy anymore. No, and and dude, that dude thought the Earth was flat, so I don't have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell Kyrie Irving is looking at in his free time, but it's not the right things. I'm telling you, man. Hey, and uh, the proof is in the pudding. It's not. It's not all brains. It's athletics, you know. Oh well, no, well, clearly. <laughs> so. But that's that's the point I just wanted to make though, because like relative, if you're making a million dollars or if you're making fifty G's a year, you know, it's like you got things you don't you're gonna worry about, and you got things that are just eating at you day we, by day. We all have our we all have our demons. Yeah. So I, I can I can empathize in that way. Like you know, it's just you know, it's not you're just not enjoying your life to the fullest maybe he needs a little perspective you know that's what it is yeah he just needs some perspective perspective is key for me man i would always just tell somebody to get some perspective however they can mm-hmm. because it makes them you know change it changes their perspective Absolutely. and look at it a Absolutely. little you bit need, different you need to take your ego out of it and look at it from like the outside yeah mm-hmm. turn off that sensitivity a little bit exactly because it could be worse Oh, yeah. Well, it can always be worse, and it can always be better. And if you want it to be um, better, you got to change your exactly. fucking perspective. Exactly. It's like that, you know, grass is always greener thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you need to enjoy what you have. Because it might not be here tomorrow. And hey. this whole COVID thing is, is proof of that. Grass is greener on the other side, but you know what comes with green grass. Healthy, growing grass for snakes to not see. You know what? You, can you see snakes and you can see snakes in dead grass? Yeah, because I mean, it's all low. Snakes in the desert. It's brown. Like you ever and, see like one no. of those sidewinder snakes? <laughs> oh, that shit looks crazy. Yeah, so I, mean, man, I wouldn't <laughs> want to come across one of those in the desert. Nah, that but looks like a, a fucking nightmare. Like literally, um, what you see in your in your bad dreams. Like you wake up after you after you see that, <laughs> bro. That's when you wake up like, <gasps> <gasps> sweating and shit. 
Let's um, man, I, I got to talk about one more football thing that's just eating me up in a second. We talk about that yeah. Rams Detroit trade. Did you hear about that? Wait, what? Uh, for who? You you didn't is hear it, about this? Is Stafford going to the Rams? Bro, all right. So get this. Stafford's going to the Rams? Yeah. All right, yeah. No yeah, man. All right, so Why do they do that? You see, and then I okay, hear explain. people like Let's... Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp talk about this trade, mm-hmm. and it just man, it makes me sick to my stomach that people think the Rams like this was a good trade for them. They gave up. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to see what, Two what logic. First you. round picks, Jared Goff and a third round pick for Matt Stafford. At thirty two years old, Matt Stafford. Wow. What that does is, that say to Jared Goff? It's like it's like Sean McVay showed up to Jared Goff and just like took a shit on his face. <laughs> yes, dude. It was like you know, he, he told him he's like, you know what, uh Jared? Clean out your locker and get the fuck out of here. That's and like you, what that is. And you know what that says to me every time I see things like this is like, what does that say? Uh, about like what they know, because there's always things that they know that the public doesn't know about players behind the scenes and things like mm-hmm. that. Like, what does that say about Jared Goff? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, he looks people like gonna a be, chill dude. Like, yeah, people are gonna be guy, wondering, whatever. like. Like, what does this guy be up I to? I just like, don't is think Matt Stafford is that good. I don't think he's ever been that good. I mean, other people think he's good, but I, I don't, man. Hey, yeah, he's got a big arm. I'll give him that. I'm not man. taking away his arm talent. Okay, but, I just but don't he, think he's, he's like in the Detroit. Guy. He's been in Detroit since the beginning. So, Detroit has had decent receivers. They've had like, well, what what they haven't? Yeah, really decent O line. Really no, nah, not really. Like Mm-mm. a decent O line. Nah. Mm-mm. He he's had like decent running backs though. It's not like he hasn't had a running game. No, nah, I wouldn't say that either. Come on, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I, I feel, I do feel like Matt Stafford has needed a better team this whole time. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks could use a better team. Deshaun Watson could use a better yeah. team. Yeah. And, but I don't. I don't think that was a good trade. I just though. feel like that doesn't sound they, right. They sent two first round picks and Jared Goff. To get Matt Stafford, I'm sure like the Texans could have taken Two that deal. First round picks. Yeah, I'm sure if, if they would have talked to the Texans, they could have got Deshaun Watson for a similar price to that. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson's what 25 years old. I would have definitely made that move oh, for Deshaun. I would have Watson. made that move for Deshaun Watson too. I wouldn't have made it for Matt Stafford though. No, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe he. No. Yeah. So I, Detroit. I so. <laughs> So Detroit, yeah, Detroit got a lot. So, you know, good for them. So Detroit got Jared Goff. Right. And they got two first-round picks. And a third round. And a third-round pick. Yes. Let's see what happens with that. Right. That's going to be fun. Well, they hired that coach, um, Dan Campbell. Now, that dude, did you watch that uh, press conference with him? Bro, this was dude, he in, he was a dolphin he was with the Dolphins, right? He, he was an interim head coach for the Dolphins. And right. He, he went over to the Saints to coach... Uh, I don't know if he was like a defensive corner, like a linebacker's coach or something. Tight ends coach. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Anyway, so this guy's press conference, man. I wouldn't really call this guy like an intellectual. He's more like a like a professional wrestler sort of is, is the way that press mm. conference went. But, I mean, it's going to be very – I'm going to watch that situation closely because I, I like Dan Campbell. Is he going to do a great job? I don't know. But is it going to be fun to watch? The answer is yes. And see, that's what I think – about all of this shit, since I have no skin in the game at all, I'm not that type of 
you know, I have a, I don't even, I barely have a favorite football team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm in the city, so I like that right. team. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I'm not even going to be like, oh, I can't believe they did this shit. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But I just like when they do do crazy shit like this. Oh, you mean like the stir shit up? And, oh, I love it too, yeah. man. I love it too. Just to see what happens, bro, because like you, like we were talking about, about basketball and how it's just, oh, okay, all these guys are on one team. They should be the favorite for this year. And yeah. Well, you know, that shit like that. Is, that's um, what that's what these sports aren't these, about. These players have like like a lot of power in basketball. They could just like, and and the teams are also smaller in basketball, and the, the players make more money, mm-hmm. and there is less. Uh, yeah, there's just less players on the team, so the players have more power. Right. Whereas in football, uh, players still have power, but I I heard I heard it's the whole, not the like, same. I heard the Matt Stafford uh, Detroit Lions separation was sort of mutual. They were like, all right, we're going to move you. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm cool. Bro, if I'm at Stafford, I'm like, all right, exactly. sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm going to L.A., baby. I just can't believe the Rams paid that price for him, though, man. That was terrible. Yeah, I don't understand. That was terrible. It, sound, it sounds like a handful of teams had their hand in this deal for some reason. It's like, man, you're going to pay that price and then just, you know, lose to the Cardinals in the playoffs next season? <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, it's it's that's the exciting part. Like, what's gonna happen to you guys now? I don't. Know, I guess we'll see. But it's exciting, though. It's exciting. I mean, it's good. Good for Matt Stafford. He gets to go from you know, shitty ass Detroit to to California. Oh yeah. Well, if California looks better than Detroit, no, <laughs> no. Of course, it looks better. Than <laughs> I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge California guy. But I mean, no, I'm let, a huge California guy. Let me tell you, I'd live in California than. Than up in you know Detroit, Detroit, yeah. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. But I was just thinking, like, yeah, California is just—it has its own hell right now, like every place does. But still, I'd, I'd be happy if I'm at Stafford. Yeah, no, if if I, if I was him, I would be very happy. Isn't he from there or something? Uh, the real question is, who really cares where he's from? I don't know. I, I don't. Think he's from I don't California. Really care. I think he's from. California. I don't really know. Oh, I, I remember. Don't, isn't he from Georgia? He went to school in Georgia. He did go to school in Georgia. I don't know though, because uh, I remember uh, watching the World Series or something like that, and they were talking about Clayton Kershaw, the pitcher for the LA Dodgers, mm-hmm. and how him and Matt Stafford were like teammates since they were like young kids. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, he might be from California. He's gonna be near his boy. There, there's decent talent that comes out of California. Yeah. Hell yeah, it does. Yeah. Kelly Hype. Yeah, but I mean, better talent comes out of Florida. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) And what sport? Every sport. So baseball too? Well, I don't know. You know? Don't don't know. know. I don't know. Football. (laughs) Football and bat. Well, football especially. It's just that SEC shit. Yeah, SEC, ACC. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no. What's probably the best place to travel to in covid Oh, during COVID? Well, there's only a handful of places you can actually go right now with a U.S. passport. COVID travel. Kaylin just got back from Jamaica and shit. Oh, yeah. How was that? Looked fun. Nice. Had all the girls and, well, it was an all-girl trip, actually. It was some guys there. Yeah, it looked fun. They were at this at this resort that wasn't packed, of course. Was it uh, Montego Bay, she said? Yeah, Montego Bay. 
Let's see here. Where can Americans travel right now? Ooh, oh, it's a touch for too, list? huh? Albania. See, that just sounds like something weird, so I just need to go there. Albania. What's Albania's biggest attraction? Or what, what's oh, tra- uh, what attracts people to Albania? Here, Albania's biggest attraction is sex trafficking. Hmm. Yeah. Anguilla. <laughs> Antigua and Barbuda. Although those are nice. That's like uh, in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Armenia. I believe that's where the Kardashians are from. Mm. So you go there and slay some bad bitches, I guess. No, they're already all in LA, maybe. Nah. I mean, you didn't think they followed the, her? Well, no, nah, that's the homeland. A lot of them can't afford to move to LA and bang professional athletes. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Uh, Bangladesh, mm, wouldn't recommend going there. That place is dirt poor. Bangladesh is one of the poorest countries in the world. Barbados, Belarus. Oh, this this is a look at this. A lot of these Eastern European countries are open right now. You can go to Brazil. It says the U.S. government advises against travel to Brazil with a level four advisory. I'm sure but, they do. Yeah, screw it, man. Fuck that. I was I'm just going. there. I was just there. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's cool. Go to Cambodia. Get some breast milk. The finest breast milks. <laughs> we go to Chile. It says U.S. citizens can travel to Chile uh, as long as they provide a completed affidavit of travelers, negative results from COVID tests taken within 70, 72 hours. So, and then on the travel back too, right? Let's see. Americans will also have to complete a self-quarantine for 14 days upon arrival in Chile. Ooh, that's terrible. Hmm. So, yeah, no, it's can't do that. Uh, Colombia. Costa Rica. Oh, no. Croatia closed their doors. That's where, that's where I wanted to go. It says, European country welcoming American visitors since the summer, but now entries are prohibited. That's not good. Go to the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The Congo. Look at this list is quite extensive. You know, Salvador, or oh, French Polynesia, Ghana. Yeah, I want to... French Polynesia. Where, where is that? French Polynesia? Yeah. It's um South Pacific. Jamaica, Kenya. Ooh, the Maldives. It's like beautiful, sort of like overwater bungalow. It's kind of like the Maldives and like French Polynesia are very mm-hmm. similar. Uh, with that whole like beautiful ocean setup. It's like, what's it's it like, like, it's to, like ritzy what's resorts. It, what's it like costs cost wise? Oh, uh I would say as far as like uh Does their money go all, farther all or inclusive, no? Uh no, no, no. French Polynesia is probably one of the most expensive places to visit. Oh, okay. Because of the amount of money that go into those resorts. Hmm. Like, a flight to French Polynesia is probably like two grand. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. There's no direct flights to French Polynesia. Yeah. I'm trying to keep us out. Right? You Fuck go to that. like Bora Bora down there. It's one of the islands. I've heard that many times. Yeah. You go to South Africa right now. St. Lucia... You go to a lot of places. St. Lucia. There, there are places to get away right now, so that's good. St. Lucia's in DR, right? Uh, one of our friends are planning her, or was planning her uh, her birthday there, too. Saint, what do you mean, DR? Dominican Republic? Mm-hmm. No, St. Lucia's its own country. Oh, okay. It's not near there, though? Uh, no, no, yeah, it's around oh. there. It's, uh, it's in the Caribbean. 
I think St. Lucia's like Southern Caribbean, though. I gotta get my travel game up, man. It's all right, man. There's there's time. There's time. I've been too busy working on other shit. No, but I mean, people people could travel right now. Uh, is it the best time to travel? Yeah, I Probably would say not. it's not the worst time. I don't, I wouldn't call it the best time, but it's not the worst time. Well, nowadays people consider traveling to another state. <laughs> yeah, because that's the way it is right now. I mean, I I miss my international trips, man. I'm I just can't wait to get out there again. I'm excited too. So for the, for the Vietnam thing, yeah. I I don't know if we can go to Vietnam right now, and I don't know what it's going to look like towards the end of the year. Like I got to really start monitoring the situation to see uh, if they're going to allow foreign visitors because I, I heard that they were requiring one of those 14 day quarantines when you arrive. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a vacation if you're going to have to stay in an apartment for 14 days? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense you know what at I mean? all. So we, we might have to like take a look at this in a little bit more detail. Right now, it's still too early. It's it's was it February second, mm-hmm. and the supposed trip's going to be in October. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just got to like stay on top of it. Okay. Either way, something should happen. Yeah, we'll make we'll make some type of trip happen because I don't know, dude. I've just been so excited to to do that, and mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that you guys had plans already mm-hmm. so i just didn't have to think about it too much and look even if the vietnam plans fall through um i'm still down to like do something in october you know what i mean mm-hmm. like let's say vietnam in october let's say this whole covid thing isn't over yet in october right mm-hmm. which will be very depressing but but possible but possible yeah uh there will be spots like there are spots today that we'll be able to go to the trick is to go to one of those places that doesn't require a quarantine. Because that's essentially your entire vacation. Yeah. We need stuff to be open. Like right, if stu- no if stuff in. isn't open, how else are we going to spread this COVID? You know what I mean? Right. I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> I need to give me some COVID, man. No, I'm playing. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Either way. Either way. <clears throat> Alright, you know what? I think that uh concludes a good amount of our That wraps it up. Of our topics. Alright, man. Pleasure as always. You know what, world? Our uh five listeners. I'm glad you were hanging out with us today. Oh, we, we're up to five now, huh? Yeah, last week it was four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. We had half a person uh, listening. So like what does that mean? Hmm? What's half a person? Half a person half a person is a uh, person with half a body. Like le- like legs only? No, so like uh, uh there's these Siamese twins. One of them like us, but the other uh, one doesn't. The other one did it? Yeah, she was like, I don't want to hear that shit. But the other one, she fucks with it. us, so Okay, all right, all right. You know, so it's it's nice to have half. We're working for the full for the full Siamese, but All right, well this we'll is fun regardless if anyone's listening. So <laughs> <laughs> All right.